This is James Riddler for Food Manufacture. Today I'm speaking with James Eagle, founder of spoke salmon company Pitched Fish. Good morning, James. Uh, first of all, could you tell us a bit about yourself and about your company? Okay, so uh, I am I am a uh, let's say let's say I'm a passionate foodie um, who would have loved to have started up a restaurant, but no uh, no experience and no bank would touch me with a barge pole. Um, so I come from a medical devices background, um, selling uh, medical devices for uh, a medium-sized company, um, and we worked all across Europe. Um, and I uh, have travelled extensively, which gave me lots of ideas for different culinary uh, things I'd like to try, but mainly Scandinavia, which is um, you know probably my, my favourite style of, of, uh, of cooking and, and cuisine. And um, so I spent a lot of time travelling around Scandinavia. Uh, and picking up ideas for um, Gravlax, which is what I started making in my kitchen at home when I get back from these these trips, which would some, sometimes last for you know a week, ten days. So I'd uh, I'd be sort of eager to get back home and 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 try out what I'd some of the ideas that I that I'd had whilst um, whilst being out there. Um, and I think not uncommonly how people end up doing these sorts of things. I, I got made redundant from my uh, my job doing that, and um, and ended up having to having to find something else to do, and and this this sort of fell into place. Um, so that's that's sort of my my background from from what forced me into it, or what, what was the driver to get into this. But my my passion has always been food, and um, uh, it was just finding I think finding that either the right uh, incentive or the right big break, or, or, or however you want to put it to. Uh, uh, to get into it. Now I must ask. Obviously, uh, Pished is quite a uh, well, ear-catching uh, name. Uh, can you tell us more about that name and w- what it means? Well, I, of course, I'm, I'm asked it all the time. Who, who, how, where did you come up with that name? Now, I, I, I can't actually pinpoint it. If I'm perfectly honest, I, I know that when my my um, my stepbrother is uh, is married to a Scotswoman and I know it's it's something which has been joked about in the past of people being pished and uh, and that being uh, sort of the ongoing joke. And I remember telling him one one evening where, funny enough, we were both a bit pished of what I was thinking of doing and what I was going to call it and everything. And I know that it it was well received. So I, I'm I, I'm not a hundred percent sure when it originated, but it was um, yeah. Uh, I guess about probably two weeks before <laughs> before the company got registered, something like that. Um, but I, I've I would I've always been a, I would always uh, be a fan of something slightly risque. I suppose would be what I would think. I'd rather have something. I'd rather have something which it would, could be a little bit divisive or, or uh, raise a smile or a frown in, in some people. And, and uh, yeah, so that, that's why uh, I'm very happily. Uh, very happily settled with the name now. Much of the food and drink industry has suffered or been challenged by the recent events of COVID-19. And I understand that um, Pish has also had their own fair set of challenges as well. Um, so could you talk us through that, how you've coped and how you have adapted? So we, um, longer story is even, even before COVID, um, we were... 
we've, we've sort of been taken on by a cardo, um, but, you know, by no, not, not by accident, by that, you know, it was obviously one of our, uh, key targets to go for. So we had a cardo, and then Waitrose, we were, we were supplying their deli counters, um, uh, through, uh, through Winterbos and Derby, and there was a whole big plan for these deli counters to all be, um, revamped and have loads of products on, you know, new products, and we were part of that. Part of that project, um, and it was going to be increasing to uh, 20, then 50, then I, then I believe 100 deli counters, which would have given us all the growth, all the business growth we needed for, uh, well, for a good few years, really. Um, and the Cardo, that was, you know, that was sort of ticking along really nicely. We were getting loads of great reviews, and um, everything seemed to be going fine. And then we had Christmas 2019, uh, and I actually ended up in hospital, not not through any uh anything um uh, to do with work necessarily although although uh, my wife might suggest otherwise but um uh we're working super hard and i just couldn't get to the dentist i was taking lots of anti-inflammatories and i believe now it was done on an empty stomach and all the things which you don't think are going to affect you and it ended up doing so and i ended up in hospital with a gastric bleed for a couple of weeks over christmas which was pretty miserable um, and we, I came out of that sort of deciding, you know what, life's too short. I've got a, you know, bit of a work-life balance. You know, if I'm, if I'm too busy to even be able to get to see a dentist with terrible toothache, um, then I'm ending up putting myself in hospital, then the need to find a better, slightly better, uh, uh, work-life balance. So that's how we started 2020. And the idea was to grow the business online and, um, uh, and, uh, and, and focus there. Um, Anyway, fast forward three months, and I was pretty much just about fit and ready to get back to work when um, when COVID came, and obviously all panic stations, as as every little business was, and um, didn't really know how it would unfold. Of course, um, and still don't really know how it's going to unfold eventually. But um, we carried on going, and suddenly our online business just rocketed. Um, Totally unexpectedly, nothing, nothing that I was doing, um, and uh, so I thought, well, actually, there is there is a market for people buying these sorts of products online. So just decided to focus a bit more of our time and energy there. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Acardo uh, had other ideas, and they were looking to join forces with Marks and Spencers, which we which we knew about, um, but we had been sort of made fairly relaxed about it, that it wasn't going to affect us and it was all going to be okay. Um, anyway, it turned out it, it wasn't going to be okay and um, you know, through, through a few discussions uh, we were, they wanted to keep one of our products on but not the others and, um, and it just didn't, didn't really work for us and so I decided to walk away from that uh, and then as you can imagine all the customer facing deli counters in Waitrose were suddenly not quite so popular um, and, uh, and so that, that whole project, um, although it didn't happen immediately, that whole project was canned, um, as well. So kind of, you know, near enough overnight, we lost our two biggest customers and not just, not just our two biggest customers, but two biggest customers by a country mile. Um, and obviously all our other, you know, little restaurants and cafes, they were all closed. Um, but I sort of, we carried on with the online stuff, said, well, we, we'll, keep with it for as long as you know if we can make a business from it it didn't it didn't look particularly clear cut at the time because 
uh, we weren't, you know, we hadn't, you know, we hadn't figured out how, you know, how to make the customer journey with us, you know, an enjoyable one that people would keep coming back for, uh, time and time again. But we, um, yeah, over the course of the year, we've sort of had that helping hand from people being at home. So we've really refined what we, what we can offer and our delivery times and, um, and, you know, the whole experience of buying from us and turned it into something as well, which is, um, head and shoulders above what we were offering um, in sort of February, March last last year online. And it's just meant that we were able to get new customers and we've got the, the old ones keep coming back, which is great. And um, and now we, we're doing, we do more online than we we ever did with, with Ocado and Waitrose combined. So, um, yeah, by a long way. So it, I'm not going to, it still doesn't feel quite still feels a bit strange that we're not focusing on retail and just focusing online and I'm still half expecting something else to happen where you know COVID's out the way then suddenly no one wants to buy anything online and or something like that but um for right now we're just uh gripping on to dear life and evens out and uh, and it's a nice sustainable business at the at the end of the whatever the the future holds. Have you felt then that uh, it has been harder on smaller brands as yourself? Um, and in particular, do you feel that has, have you, have you had enough support or has there been an overwhelming feeling that smaller brands, yourself and others, have you had to put in a lot more effort uh, before? Have you, you know, have you been left on the wayside, do you feel, or have you been supported? You well, I mean, it's it's a funny one, isn't it? I mean, of course, I've, you know, I'm inclined to say no, they haven't, but but only because only because they've 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 disappeared really, and we still we've kept our kept our core customers. We still supply Portland and Mason and and uh, various farm shops and delis, and uh, but far you know, far less than we were doing before. And I don't I don't know if that is now because I've turned the business's focus to being um focusing online um that, that i've sort of made a conscious decision that actually we don't necessarily um you know we want to, i would rather have my risk now spread amongst hundreds and thousands of individual customers than have it all uh in in the hands of, of two two big customers so um but, but where, where we treated, we, we weren't treated badly in any way by Waitrose and Ocado. It was, it was just business, business decisions that didn't go our way, unfortunately. And I think what I what I learned from the, the Ocado experience was, of course, it was our first our first major retailer was was Ocado. Our first sort of big uh, big retailer was Ocado, and um, and it was going really well. We were selling selling loads. We seemed to be going really well. This is our the, the um, to be their flagship smoked salmon for the coming uh, Christmas, we do a special range for them, and all these things. And we still got dropped. And I thought, well, <laughs> if we could get dropped when we're doing really well, um, you know, what, what, what's the what, no? You can't, can't rely on anything really. So, um, so yeah. So I, I, I can't. I would never say that we we were that Carter were paying really quickly when COVID came they were paying small suppliers or certainly paying us very quickly and um, I had no issues there and yeah it was just it was disappointing that we spent so many years trying to get to a point where we were in uh, some big big retailers and then suddenly that that all gets sort of whipped away from under you so there's, um, there's a certain um, uh, you know 
way of feeling, or that doesn't seem very fair. Maybe it's maybe it's not fair, but it's just the way it is. Um, but do I, have I am I upset about it now? Absolutely not. No, it's all it's, you know where one door closes, another one opens. I suppose. Um, so no, so we found we found our way through that. But did we have much government support? I mean, apart from the bounce back loans um, to keep us going. Um, which you know, now you know, we're we're okay, so we can pay them back. But I don't know. There's going to be other companies out there who who have taken out these loans, and it's about to come time where they have to start paying them back. And that might be the thing that that finishes them off eventually, rather than winding up too soon. I I, I don't know. I can only only speak for myself, and I don't feel there was, don't feel there was there's been much um, for well for us. Or maybe, maybe we haven't sorted it out either. Maybe we haven't been looking for. For the help and support, so um, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. It, it, it didn't go our way, but um, it's all worked out all right in the end. <laughs> if that makes sense. So yeah, you have come a long way in the past four years since obviously the business started. Um, so, what advice would you give to other young food brands uh, wanting to get their foot on the ladder? Um, I always had it in my head that to. To be a success, to feel like a success, certainly in what in what we do in food and food manufacturer, and then you know, onto retailers, that you you grow it by. Well, we launched with Fortnum and Mason and Selfridges, and then delis and farm shops, and then then you get a Cardo, and then you know that that was kind of you know my uh, the career ladder in inverted commas for, for the business and. Um, of course, I knew that online was was important, but uh, but I, I just didn't think I didn't believe there was a, a proper business just online. Um, and I think I would I would now question any small brand trying to to launch as to what what's important to them because I ended up just being essentially a factory manager. Uh, running a little fish factory, churning out smoked salmon and slicing as quickly as we could to put it in packs and then delivering it to to um, some big retailers. And, and actually, the, the fun was gone. The the, the enjoyment of um, of doing our farmers' markets, meeting members of the public, and uh, and interacting with them that that was all suddenly gone. And and there was a certain amount of stress involved in dealing with bigger companies where you have to abide by their rules and, and do what they ask you to do. Um, so I, I would I would say, um, well, it's easy for me to say sitting from this position of where suddenly we're selling it all online and it's going really well, but I would say to, to come up with an idea and, and really focus on the brand to make it something that people would enjoy trying online. So I don't know if, I don't know if we'd be so successful online if if all we were doing was just sort of bog standard smoke one flavour of bog standard smoked salmon, um, because people obviously they they want to try something a bit different and they they've got they've got the whole of the internet to scour and to choose from. So you might as well do something a bit different. Um, otherwise you're kind of the same as everyone else. So do something different and try it online um, rather than assuming that the only route to get your products to people is by going down um, through the big supermarkets and uh, uh, and and, uh, and wholesalers and, and stuff. Excellent. Thank you very much for speaking to me today. It's very much appreciated. Not at all. Not at all. This has been James Riddler for Food Manufacture.